This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm Tim Grimes. If you'd like a free guide that explains the hidden link between relaxation and the Law of Attraction, or if you want more information about my books or my coaching, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. So I thought that we could kind of expand upon our discussion from last episode when we were exploring what letting go really means in exploring some of the great advice, great practical advice that both Claire Weeks and David Hawkins share to help us let go more easily. Today we're going to look at something that's uh, a little more far out there, not as practical sounding perhaps, but something that I think subjectively most of you will appreciate and understand. And one thing that we discussed last time is that so much of letting go is simply being with a feeling being with a feeling and not letting the feeling completely rule you. In other words, letting feelings and discomfort be there and feeling into them and then inevitably feeling them shift and diminish in their capacity to make us feel bad. If you feel into an uncomfortable feeling such as fear, the fear starts to change. And then it can dissipate. And as many of you know, I love talking about fear in this podcast because I think that so much of the law of attraction is just about facing fear and better dealing with the fear that we feel in our lives. And we've already spent many episodes discussing different ways of doing that. And so today I thought I would just bring in one of the great mystical spiritual teachers, Jan Frazier, just a great modern mystical American teacher. And probably her most famous book is called When Fear Falls Away. Uh, Jan had a very unusual experience, one might say, where she lived in fear like most of us do, most of her adult life. And, um, you know, she specifically had a lot of fear about breast cancer and her health, things of that nature. And then one day she, she asked, you know, to be basically free of fear and one day she she woke up and she was free of fear. So kind of a dramatic epiphany and transformational experience that happened very rapidly. And her book, When Fear Falls Away, really explores the process of this happening to her, this immediate transformation and shift, and then the aftershocks of it. It's a fascinating book. It's a masterpiece. And I thought I would read an excerpt where she talks about fear and how we usually look at fear and how we let fear run our lives and how we don't have to do that and how we don't necessarily need to have a dramatic, you know, spiritual experience in order for that to change. But we can learn how to let go of fear in the way we talked about in the last episode and we can change our relationship with it. We can change our relationship with it. And we can make it so it stops running our lives because fear does run so many of our lives. And for most people, it runs our lives on an unconscious or subconscious level, an imaginative level where we feel powerless over it and we can reassert our power. So I wanted to read this excellent excerpt from When Fear Falls Away by Jan Frazier. She wrote, I did not ever have the conscious thought, I am choosing to be terrified. And so it follows that I could choose not to be. But the recognition had to be there, deep in, 
if below the level of conscious awareness. This seems hugely significant to me. Asking to be freed of the perennial fear of my mammogram had within it the assumption that there was a choice in the matter. It is a radical realization that we have a choice in such things. It never had occurred to me I had a choice. That is how it is with fear. It seizes us. We do not go looking for fear. We think it fastened inevitably onto the thing the fear is about, as though we cannot have one without the other. A biopsy has a length of fear attached to it, running from the biopsy to the pathology report. One goes with the other, like a shadow goes with its body. I always believed I had good reason to be afraid. Actual things out in the world that justified fear. A hazy cluster of calcifications on my mammogram film. Damage to my good name. Driving in the freezing rain. The threat of my son being drafted during wartime. The very real possibility that my much older lover would die years before me, leaving me to decades of grief. Everybody has their list. I used to disdain my mother for the way she let fear run her. She always said she couldn't help it. The fact is, I also believed I couldn't help it. My mother's fearfulness may not have taken the same form as mine, but just because I thought my fears were somehow more justifiable did not mean fear ran me any less than it did her. Maybe it comes as a package, the recognition of choice and the ability to seize it. Maybe until we are ready to opt out of fear, we cannot bear to look in the face of the truth that we really do have a choice. If I don't realize this suit of skin I wear has a zipper, it won't dawn on me I have any choice but to wear the suit every day, even to die in it. Another way of saying it is this. I have to realize I'm in prison before there's any hope of getting out. So that's a very powerful passage from When Fear Falls Away. And I think it links nicely with last episode And with something that David Hawkins often liked to say, which is that we always assume that fear is out there in the world. And it's only through introspection that we realize fear is within us. It's not something out there in the world creating the fear. It's us. We are creating our fear within us. And we have some kind of choice in the matter. This doesn't have to be an absolute choice. You don't have to necessarily believe that. But I think unquestionably, you can and should believe that most of the things that we fear, we choose to fear in some significant way. And likewise, we could choose not to fear them. And what kind of a life would that be? What kind of a life would you lead if your fear did not run you? See, when you get into this kind of spiritual practice, you're going to run up and experience resistance often. It's just inevitable because you're practically trying to improve your life and there's going to be things that come up that beat you up and make you feel uncomfortable, at least momentarily. And fear is one of those things that's going to come up for you in all likelihood quite often. Perhaps not, but generally speaking, that's how this law of attraction process works when we're trying to apply these principles into our life. And how about if you could get better and better at dismissing that fear and not let it run you? To perhaps feel the feelings of fear, feel into them, and not to make any kind of story out of it. To feel those feelings, and then to feel them passing, and to know that they will pass. 
that's very powerful and transformational and practical advice that we can all apply. As I said, Claire Weeks was not a law of attraction teacher. She was just a master at, at acknowledging this somewhat obvious fact that we can face the fear within us and we can learn to accept it being there momentarily and we can learn to float or move through it, let time pass, and have things shift in our life. When we spell it out like this, it seems kind of like common sense. And so here we have a fusion of very practical therapeutic psychology and kind of far-out mystical spirituality. But it doesn't matter which way you lean in regards to letting go, whether it's more towards the practical or more towards the mystical. The truth of the matter is that this is a tool you can use. Choosing to face your fear and not letting it run you is a choice, at least for the most part. In the same way that you can choose to feel wealthier within, you can choose to feel healthier within, you can choose to not let fear run you. So there's so many different ways of looking at this approach to letting go of difficult emotions, to facing negative emotions, feeling into them, and then being able to let them go, seeing them naturally let go. And a book like When Fear Falls Away really makes you think about the potential of some of the things that you might be able to do that you might not rationally expect are possible. But if you're listening to this podcast that you already know somewhere in your mind are very, very possible. 